Hey, everybody. I'm Jenny Stone, and you're listening to Season 7, Episode 3 of HR Rescue. If this is your first time listening, welcome. The HR Rescue Podcast provides business owners, new HR professionals, and HR Department of One with solutions and guidance on some of the most common HR issues. You can find us at hr-rescue.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Now let's get into today's episode. Employees who are transgender, transitioning, intersex, or cross-dressers may present a challenge to employers when it comes to employee restrooms, locker rooms, and changing facilities. Employers should know how to handle such issues and be prepared to address the needs of such individuals, as well as their coworkers, in order to minimize the risk of employer liability, as well as to ensure personal privacy and confidentiality, and to maintain respect and dignity in the workplace. Step one, know the law. The Supreme Court ruled in 2020 that discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity is illegal discrimination based on sex under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act. The court acknowledged that the ruling does not address issues such as the use of restrooms or similar facilities. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration Sanitation Standard requires employers to provide their employees with toilet facilities. Employers may not impose unreasonable restrictions on employee use of toilet facilities. Prior to the Supreme Court ruling, OSHA issued guidance to restroom access for transgender workers, which provides that all employees, including those who are transgender, should be permitted to have access to the restroom that corresponds with their gender identity. This will ensure that transgender employees are able to work in a manner that is consistent with how they live the rest of their daily lives. Restricting employees to using only restrooms that are not consistent with their gender identity or segregating them from other workers by requiring them to use gender-neutral or other specified restrooms singles out those employees and may make them fear for their physical safety. Bathroom restrictions can result in employees avoiding using restrooms entirely while at work, which can lead to potentially serious physical injury or illness. Be aware of state and local laws, specifically addressing the use of restrooms by transgender individuals, as some states may require single-occupant restroom facilities in public spaces to be gender neutral. Step 2. Understand terminology. Employers need to understand the terminology associated with persons who identify as transgender, transitioning, intersex, or cross-dressers. Recognize the difference between sexual orientation and gender identity and understand that one does not need to correspond with the other. Understand that individual can identify as transgender without going through gender reassignment surgery. Step three, permit employees to use the restroom corresponding with their gender identity. All employees should be permitted access to restrooms that are safe, sanitary, convenient, and dignified. Employers should permit all employees, regardless of their sexual orientation or gender identity, to use the restroom that corresponds with their full-time gender identity and presentation. An employee should not be compelled to use the restroom of their designated sex at birth, especially if the employee is in the process of transitioning or has chosen to live their life presenting as another gender. Employers should respect and recognize the right of individuals to self-identify, regardless of surgery or documentation. Employers should not require identification or proof that an individual is entitled to use a particular restroom. The fact that an individual may not look masculine enough or feminine enough to use a particular restroom or may not have undergone any particular medical procedure, such as gender reassignment surgery, should be of no consequence. 
an employer should strive to handle the situation with the utmost sensitivity and confidentiality. Consider if it is possible to provide all employees, not just transgender or transitioning employees, with unisex facilities or single occupancy restroom. A transgender individual should not be singled out as the only employee to use a particular restroom as this may result in a discrimination claim. Step four, implement privacy measures in employee restrooms. If an employer provides multiple occupant restrooms, it may want to consider implementing measures to increase employees' privacy, including extending the stall doors from the floor to the ceiling and installing other physical measures to fully shield the stalls and toilets. An employer may also consider creating dividers between urinals to increase employee privacy. Such measures may make all employees feel more comfortable when using the restroom and attending to private business. Step five, allow coworkers who are uncomfortable with transitioning or transgender employees to use separate restroom facilities. Coworkers, as well as third parties, such as customers or clients, who are uncomfortable with transitioning or transgender employees using the same restrooms as them, should be allowed to use another restroom facility or a unisex single occupant restroom. However, the burden should be on the non-transitioning or non-transgender individuals to use a separate facility and not the reverse. Otherwise, an employer may risk a discrimination claim based on sexual orientation or gender identity. It is not the responsibility of the transitioning or transgender individual to accommodate. Step six, consider single occupant gender neutral restrooms or stalls. If it is practical and economical, an employer may seek to provide employees with a single occupant gender neutral restroom facilities that are not solely designated for or restricted to a specific gender. Doing so can make all employees feel more secure and comfortable, as well as ensure greater privacy for all employees. An employer may also want to have one restroom, which is fully enclosed, and private stalls, including locks from the inside and occupied signs on the outside, that is gender neutral. Step seven, implement privacy measures in employee locker rooms, showering areas, and changing areas. Employers may want to consider implementing privacy measures in employee locker rooms, showering areas, and changing areas that will provide employees with a greater privacy and allowing them proper dignity and respect. Such measures might include including uh, private areas within the public areas that are fully enclosed, separated and closed off from the rest of the locker room or in a changing room, instituting a schedule among employees with regard to changing or showering, or providing a separate area if an employee feels uncomfortable using the area usually provided. Step eight, develop policies regarding restroom use and non-discrimination against transgender employees. Employers should have a written policy prohibiting discrimination, harassment, and retaliation based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Even if not covered by federal, state, or local law, it is generally advisable as a best practice to create an inclusive workplace. Additionally, an employer may want to memorialize a policy regarding restroom use in order to avoid confusion and provide guidelines to all employees. Suggested policy language. A transitioning or transgender individual shall be permitted to use the restroom facility based on their gender identity or current gender presentation. Coworkers who have personal concerns about sharing a restroom with a transitioning or transgender individual may request to use a separate facility. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please subscribe so that you never miss an episode of HR Rescue. The opinions expressed in this program do not represent legal advice, 
nor should they necessarily be taken as views of HR Shield or its employees. Here we go.